Welcome to Ashes with Ash, a storytelling podcast from your tobacconist community, bringing you stories of life behind the cigar. Join me on this adventure to find the coolest cigar lounges, smoke some lovely cigars, and seek out the most incredible stories from our cigar lounge friends, owners, and customers. Let's tap into these untold stories with a little smoke and ash. Thank you for listening to episode number nine. Today, joining you for a smoke is Aaron from the Straight Cut Podcast. He's here to talk about how he got into cigars, his support of the Sisters of the Leaf community, and how his podcast came about, along with a heartfelt story about his most memorable cigar. I hope you all enjoy. When I actually turned... Uh, I guess 20 was probably about when I really got into it uh, for the most part. But yeah, I've been a cigar smoker for a long, long time. And, you know, on our show, some people will say like, oh, my first one was like this really zab, like really big, huge, big name cigar. I'm like, okay, yeah, maybe. But for the most part, like all of our first cigars were just like usually a dog rocket or something like that. And that's, right. that's what mine was. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God, that's so cool. You were like on the side of the road. You're on a road trip or something. Or is it just no? Random? We just no. We we had just got done uh, working for the day, and I was like, yeah, let's just I don't know, let's try it out and <laughs> see how it goes. And uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, and it it stuck. And I my my dad was never a cigar smoker. Like I would, he had a pipe for a while, but I think it's something that he inherited from his dad. But I never really saw him do cigars or anything. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just one of those things that none of my friends did it. So I was like, yeah, let me just do this. And it just stuck. And it became, you know, from the, seeing the old school crooners back from, you know, Sinatra and stuff like that. It was just that I wanted that vibe and that, uh, just that, that coolness, I guess, that you couldn't get in Arkansas and it just kind of stuck. Yeah. Just doing something different. Know what you mean? Mm Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So what do you do with cigars now? You work in a cigar shop and you have the podcast. Yeah. So I, uh, I work part. Um, so I'm still oh, a, my main, my main job is uh, I'm a finished carpenter. I build custom furniture, custom cabinets. I've been doing that for about 20 years. Um, oh, cool. And then in the cigar world wise, I've been working uh, at a shop, been a CRT for about six years now, so going on seven years at a shop yeah. down here in Little Rock called West End Cigars. Um, and it, it's one of those things where I went there all the time, and then they just needed some help. Uh, some One of their employees was leaving. And I was like, I need to – I was going through some stuff in my life at the time. I was like, I'm here all the time, so I might as well be here and get paid for it at the same time. Exactly, And uh, you yeah. know, all the customers already knew me, and it just made – it was an easy transition. And, I mean, I love it. I'm just there – two, three times a week. I'm not there a lot, but like the Sunday crew, it's just me on Sundays. And so I got my regulars and, you know, it's Sundays get a little wild, uh, especially like during football season and stuff like that. It's always, it's always something going on, but uh, yeah, I I enjoy it. You know, it's my, my, my construction job, you know, that's good for the pocketbook, the cigar shop. I say it's good for the soul. Exactly. Yeah. 
That's funny. That's what my dad's shop is like. Almost everyone that works there, they were just customers at one point. <laughs> they were just like, we need some yeah. extra help. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> it's, it's all I, I love it. I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, and whenever I travel, uh, you know, the wife and I, we travel quite a bit. And so one of the things we do is when we go to a city, I always like to see what does the cigar culture look like there? You know, especially in a bigger city yeah. like uh, Kansas City, back from where I'm from, um, you know, it has a good exactly. cigar culture. I have my favorite shop up there. You know, Texas is a huge uh, culture. You know, she's from out west, out in California, where it doesn't have as many. Um, but whenever we travel, we just like searching out, you know, whether it be a new shop that's, you know, super modern, high end, or go to an old school that it's just like straight up mom and pop that's been around for yeah. 50, 60 years. And it's just like, it has a nice layer of film on it, but it's just, it has that realness. That's what I like searching out. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's what, when I was in at the beach this year, me and my dad went to find a couple of shops while we were there. And it was funny. We saw these like really, a couple of really cool lounges and really nice. And then there was just random one, just like in a strip mall. You'd barely ever notice it. Just mm-hmm. cigars. And that was the coolest one, like the friendliest and the most welcoming, like family vibe. They were all cool places yeah. that we saw, but it's the ones that you never expect that are just the most homey. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you get them from like, from that aspect, from really big and ritzy and rich to all the way to, you know, they have just a handful of cigars to anywhere in the middle. And that's, that's really one of the only businesses other than like, say like a bar or a place where you go get a drink where cigar people in general, uh, we honestly don't care what the lounge is like. We just want a place to sit and have a cigar. And, you know, it could be a garage with folding chairs and, you know, more times than not, we're, we're totally fine with that. Yeah, right? Exactly. We just want to yeah. sit and smoke and talk around good people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, that just, it's, you know, it's like what we say with our place. It's like, uh, you know, we're, it's family, it's friends, it's a lot of lying. I mean, it's just, it's all that. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, so funny. So why did you decide to get into podcasting? Like, what made you start? So we've been around for... Uh, I guess a little over two years now at this point. Um, and then at the time, there wasn't many. There was only a few. Um, there was yeah. uh, Cigar Talk with Rob, um, and there was a few other bigger ones. So my old partner and I, it was something we talked about for at least a year or more, just something that we wanted to do because he was the manager at the shop and I worked there as well. So we, we wanted to give it from a different viewpoint, not from just a consumer side, but from an employee side, somebody who's integrated into, you know, the, the culture, the work life and all that. So we started that in April of 19, I believe. Um, and we were solid for a good, like 32 uh, episodes with him. And then he actually took a job, um, being a rep for Ashton, so I wasn't oh, sure wow. what the what the show was gonna what the, what it was gonna do then, and then a, a good friend of mine uh, he was like, "Hey, um, you know, if you're looking for a partner, I'll I'll jump on." And I I never thought to ask him because I knew what his what was on his plate, and he was always busy and stuff. But he okay. he came up to me, and I was like, "Okay, yeah, let's do this." And you know, the one thing that Steve and I had, my old partner, like we were the, we were the same age roughly. He was a little bit younger than me, but we bantered back and. Back and forth, 
And that was the one thing that I was looking for. I, I wasn't looking for just like a yes man, somebody who always agree. You know, I, I wanted that different viewpoint, the different, right. you know, seeing, seeing things differently. So you have that little bit of conflict. Is it honestly, it makes better content. If somebody always agrees with you, right. it's just, bo- it's just boring. It's an echo chamber. Right. Um, so with Mark, he's older than me. I think he's, about 17 years older than me. So he has, so he's bringing a different viewpoint uh, into it. And he also used to own a shop up in Chicago or uh, Springfield, Illinois. So he has that still background of the, of the cigars, but he just has a, 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 the viewpoint of the older generation. Whereas now it's like you and I are the younger generation that's going to take over and stuff. So, so yeah, we, uh, we just released, I guess our full episode, 118, um, Woo-hoo. this past week, 130 something total. We do, we do some, uh, review stuff, um, with another yeah. guy at our shop named Josh. And then we also have a guy up in your area, Kevin, he does some reviews with us as well. Yeah. Because I figure, you know, we need to actually bring in a name that actually has a little weight. And so it's just not nonsense because the way we say with our show, it's, it's 40% cigars, 60% BS. And I, I wanted to get that the more of the cigar side, just a little bit more, but, uh, yeah, that's how we started. Just, uh, just two guys, you know, integrated in the industry and seeing just what would happen because we weren't sure. Um, uh, Rob was cigar talk. He was a very big mentor to me. Whenever I had a question, he was just, you know, instantly answered and and stuff like that. And he was just a, a big driving force to getting, you know, the straight cut off the ground. And now it's, you know, it's just, it's going well. It's, uh, it's, it's crazy, you know, just like how you probably see yeah. the analytics seeing like, wow, there's people all the way across the world that listen to us and it's just, it still just blows so my cool. mind and it's, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's so cool. Yes. Thank you for introducing me to Kevin, by the way. He's an amazing friend. Oh, my God. He's so cool. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 <laughs> he's, he's one of the, uh, he's one of the best out there. Yeah. By far, by far. And it's, uh, you know, with, you know, He's he's introduced us to some other people. We've introduced him to some uh, some manufacturers up there. You know, and I know you all got together and you and then you met up with uh, the burn down guys at a shop up yeah. there. And we we're, we're friends with uh, Justin and Eric, and it's just like this whole community. Just not just not the cigar ones, but a cigar podcast. It is such a a small you know Venn diagram of people, and we all kind of know each other, even though we're all just scattered yeah. throughout the U S and everything. So it's just, it's one of the things I just, I really love and enjoy about just this community. It's, it's so awesome. Yeah, for sure. I know everyone that I've met has been so nice and even the burn down podcast and you just, everyone in the cigar community and the cigar podcast community has been so welcoming and there's no like competitiveness. Like we all just want each other to succeed. It's been so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Meeting a lot of awesome yeah. people. No, that's what it is. I mean, yeah. there's, you know, it, it's every, and every show is different. It's, uh, you, you're not yeah. going to get the same from, you have 10 exactly. different shows or 10, 10 different, 10 different podcasts. You're getting 10 different shows. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, there's, there's enough, uh, there's enough listeners to go around. And, and some definitely really? like some of our listeners are your listeners and vice versa and, and, and goes around the yeah. gambit for everything. Yeah, it's so cool. I'm really glad to have met you and everybody else that I've met. It's been so much fun just getting yeah, into this community. When, when I, 
Yeah, whenever I saw you, I, you were new on Instagram and everything, and yeah. what you're doing, and I was like, I gotta, I gotta reach out to her and like, let's yes. you know, let's share some listeners. I like get you on our show and 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 get it going, and uh, hopefully that did some did some good. Yeah, it definitely did. That was great. Good. Do it again soon. Maybe in person sometime soon. Ah. <laughs> uh. I mean, we it we we need to get up to New York, Mark and I, because we need yeah. to meet up with Kevin. I've still never met him in person. Uh, Mark has, oh um, and then the the guys at uh, Martinez. I need to I need to meet up with all them as well. So yeah. a New York trip is in the uh, is it's in the bank somewhere. We just need to. I don't know when we're going to cash it in. Yeah. Well, whenever you do, I'll be here. <laughs> Definitely. So I, the question I like to ask, if you could smoke a cigar with anyone in the world, dead or alive, who would it be? So it's funny that you ask that. So about a year ago, we did a show called a Cigar Dinner Party. And it was, uh, it was one, one dead, one living, and one fictional. So I'm going to use the same answers that I used then. Um, I don't really remember who my fictional person was, though. Uh, but I know for... <laughs> I know for a living was uh, Dan Lebetard. He has a sports show based out of Miami. It's just okay. he, he, he goes against he goes against the grain on the sports commentary, and where he doesn't take it seriously, but he does a lot of like uh, you know, he deals with a lot of living um, like talk to whether it be uh, racial talk or just the deep stuff that seems almost kind of taboo in the sports world. Yeah. He has, he has no fear of tackling that. And that's kind of how I am too. So I definitely would love to that's sit down cool. with, with him. And then the dead was uh, a guy who I looked up to in the cooking world was uh, Anthony Bourdain. I oh loved goodness. all his books, um, his shows. Yeah. I've read everything that he's ever written. He's, he's a guy I would love to, uh, to sit down with. I wish he, I wish he could have been on the, on the living side um, but you know the, know. the demons got oh a hold God. of that, and uh, unfortunately, he's on the other side now. Yeah, that's a good game, though. Fictional characters. I never thought about that. I love yeah. all my fictional characters. I'm, I'm I love sure, TV like, I, <laughs> I think it was like I probably chose like like Wolverine or something, somebody from the comic book, or, yeah. or I think it, actually I think it was uh, I think it was the uh, like the main villain from like. Uh, Spider-Man, the big boss dude. Cause I know he was a cigar yeah. smoker. Or just... Yeah. I'd probably go with Bojack Horseman. <laughs> Do you ever watch I, Bojack? I've watched like, <laughs> I've watched like two episodes of that and like, I want to get into it, but I, I just haven't, I haven't like gotten so far deep into yeah. it yet. I think honestly but the that, answer is Will Arnett. Will Arnett plays Bojack's voice. So I probably really mm-hmm. just want to smoke with Will Arnett, but I love Bojack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So what are you smoking now? I am smoking uh, a cigar from my favorite brand. It's not my favorite cigar, but my favorite brand is Viaje. Um, so I'm doing the uh, fat the Carolina Reaper right now. So it's an Ooh, all nice. Nicaraguan Puro. Um, it's got some spice, mm. got some, got some heat behind it. But uh, yeah, Viaje is my favorite brand. And um, so I'm just, I went with this just to 
I don't. This probably won't be my last one for the night, but th- this is a yeah, one that can definitely end <laughs> people's nights all night long. Yeah. Nice. Would you? Do you ever pair your cigars with anything? Um, I do. Um, if it's if I'm, I don't drink a lot. Um, but if I do, it's like a cider, which I'm actually drinking right now, a hard cider, or gin. I really like gin, um, either straight or gin and tonic. Um, but just recently, I've started to get more into coffees, and I do a lot of uh, Cuban coffees and a lot of cafecitos. Um, so I, I pair a lot of them with, with, with that. And uh, everything I smoke is, on the m- more times than not, it's going to be a Maduro or something strong, full body. Um, so just that sweetness of that cafecito just really helps cut through the, the, yeah. the just the strength of the cigar. Um, but if I like if I'm at if I'm at the lounge working, it's usually just sort of like Topo Chico or some sort of uh, sparkling water. That's just my my main thing there. Yeah, sparkling water is always the best. Like I just feel like it cleanses your palate and takes away that little. Yeah. Nothingness in the back of your throat. I love drinking sparkling water. Yeah, I, I, I love sparkling water. And it's like, uh, it, I had somebody describe it to me as static water. And I was like, yeah, that's what it tastes like. Just tastes like static. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's so funny. I know so many people hate soda water. I love it, though. I love it. It's so good. I don't yeah, like, like tonic water, like, yeah, it can be a little sweet, just like just the yeah. sparkling soda if I'm doing it with a gin. But like growing up, um, like if we went to Taco Bell or whatever and I got a Pepsi or something and it was just the carbonated water, like I loved it. It, it didn't bother me. But yeah. like my mom or all my friends were like, oh, this is terrible. I'm like, oh, I love it. I love it. Yes, just the, sometimes you just need the carbonation. Like I don't need anything else. I just need the carbonation. Just need the bubbles. <laughs> And I think that's what I think that's what a lot of people are like addicted to. Like, I mean, we have a we oh, have a, an overabundance use of like of soda drinkers and stuff. But I, it's not so much the sugar. I think it's just the carbonation that people crave, and they just they, it's they true. get that fixed. And and I I do that. Yeah, yeah. Especially if like I don't know, a lot of foods make me feel like nauseous, and I've never really mm-hmm. narrowed it down because I just want to keep eating all the food that I want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I've never really tried to narrow it down, but I know that I just need some carbonation sometimes and I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm my own worst enemy when it comes to food and stuff. Like I know, like I could <laughs> probably have like a, a gluten allergy and I can't oh, do yeah. cheese and stuff, but like, Oh yeah. A whole pizza. Yeah. Hell yeah. I, I can pork that whole thing down. And then I know I'm going to feel oh, like yeah. crap and it's just like, yeah, Oh, well I'll, I'll just deal with the consequences. Yeah, just keep ignoring it. It's my philosophy. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any like tips or tricks with cigars that somebody taught you that you still use regularly? Um, let's see. I so I went to a shop down in um, Houston a couple years ago, and uh, for a long time I was a V cut only kind of guy. That's what I really uh, just did all the time. It was actually when, whenever we started the straight cut show is when I started going to more straight cuts. Oh, um, wow. So I went down there, <laughs> I went down there and she was like, do you want me to cut this for you? He's like, yeah, please. I don't have any of my stuff. She's like, what would you like? I was like a straight, uh, I mean a, a V cut please. 
And so she straight cut just the tip of it off first and then V cut it. And I was like, I don't know if you meant to do that or if you like thought I said straight cut first, but then remembered. But now it's like, it seems to me, it might be so placebo, but it seems to be, I get just a nice, a little bit of a better draw off that. So I, I, the pompous side of me has now done that a few times and uh, I do it every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. It's still, it might be one of those things where she just, she misheard me and then did it one way and then fixed it. And I, Mm. like, I saw her do it. So now it's like, it just ingrained my brain. Like, Oh, she's doing this. And she's, you know, a a owner of a store. So she knows what she's doing. And it just, uh, it stuck with me and who knows, maybe it's just full of crap, but I I still do that. (laughs) That's so funny. Like, was it a mistake or did she mean to do that? I know. That's interesting. Well, so you get like was, a little bit of a it, it, it stuck with me. Yeah, wow. I did. It, it opened up a little, a little bit, and because it, you know, it seems to like everybody switched to like the deep V cutter now. So mm. I don't know. It just eh, it's helped it up, helped it out a little bit. I I think it it might be just total BS, but you know who knows? Yeah, it, who knows? It stuck with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why did you like the V cut, especially before? Um, I'm I'm a I'm more of a texture feel kind of guy and I just like the mouth feel better and yeah. rather than just having a full straight black cut in my mouth, just because I, I smoke a lot of uh, bellicosos and torpedoes and stuff. So just putting yeah. a V cut on that and gives it like that duck bill shape. It just has a, a better mouth feel to me because I, I just hold it within my, between my teeth, I, I bite on it. So I don't really have a, a wet cap or anything. And it just, I don't know, it just seems to, yeah, I more pleasurable feeling just it wasn't just like a full draw it kind of concentrated the smoke and i just i like that a little bit better yeah do you ever do the double v cut i've seen the, that i've the, seen the, like, weird, like crown thing yeah. so I, I did that I one time that. and i butchered i butchered the hell <laughs> out of a cigar and I, <laughs> I and i've never done it again there's one guy at our shop who he he smokes like the big 70 gauge and he does like the triple V cut. He's like, we do that. I'm like, nah, that's all you, man. Like, I know what I've done. Like I've butchered it before. Honestly, you, you know, do it all like the time. That. I want to watch you do it. And I was like, I can't, yeah. I can't do that. It's just like, at that point, just cut the damn thing. I'll end off and just know, right? smoke it straight. Yeah. Sorry, go for, ahead. For, for the picture, for the, for the picture though, it looks badass. I like the way it looks. I mean, it it, it looks like a crown, yeah. but it just it just seems like such a pain to have to deal with. I know. When I first saw, I saw a girl on Instagram doing it. She was like teaching you how to cut it like that. And mm-hmm. she cut the first one. And even though I know she's posting this with intentions of it being correct, so I know like it's gonna yeah. work out. But even still, when yeah. she went to cut that second V, I like cringed and I was like, oh no, it's going to unravel. But <laughs> it didn't. It looked beautiful. It's like, she's that a bitch. That oh is, <laughs> yeah, that is, that is mine. I, I am not ashamed to admit my faults. And I, what was bad was the customer, I did it right in front of the customer. So it's just like, yeah, well, this one's mine. I'll get you another one. And just like, yeah. I just, I, my blue, it looked like one of those old school, like Tom and Jerry cigar just blown out and just it was it was, it was so bad <laughs> oh no i hate that that's so funny yeah i feel like i've never tried that and i don't know if i would 
I mean, I guess I might as well try yeah. it eventually. Try right. all the things. Oh, I want to try all the cigar things. But yeah, I usually just go with <laughs> straight cut. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm I'm just straight cut now, uh, and still with the, you know, if I have a bellicoso, I do cut it on a bias, so I have a, a, a bevel on it. But for the most part, it's just I. One thing I don't do, I don't do punch at all. You know, cigars aren't really That's made fair. to be punched. Unless it's like super a super sharp punch, I mean you're just you're just crushing the head into it. Now there's some where you, you kind of got to like the uh, the flathead series by CAO and stuff like that, but for the most part, not nah, just do it the way they were intended, straight cut, and right. you know can't go wrong with that. You ever bite it off? The one thing I've, <laughs> I you know I've 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 been like I've been <laughs> had to do it before. before, and like I've 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 had to do that. Uh, you know, I've I've had like toothpicks where I've just like poked it because I've seen some like the, the weird. Like, I think they're called like perfect perfect draws or something where it's like three prongs, and you just stick it in there. And I've never used one before, but I people swear by them, so I just need a. It's it, I just need to try it out. But a toothpick, I've done yeah. that before. And like Brandon, the owner of our shop, I mean, he's surgical. He'll take his knife and he just like slightly just cuts around the cap, and it's perfect every time. And wow. if I tried that, I just I'd, I'd be losing a digit. You know, I could I oh, couldn't yeah. do that. No, don't give me that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, besides the lounge that you work at, what's your favorite cigar lounge? <laughs> so, yeah. So, without tooting my own horn, since I do work in a shop in Little yeah. Rock, um, my my favorite one is up in uh, Kansas City. Uh, that's back, that's where I'm from originally, born and raised there. And uh, oh, cool. a buddy of mine has owns a shop called uh, La Quatera, meaning the culture. And it's just, Ooh. it's what I look for in a shop. It, re- it reminds me of home. It reminds me of my home shop where it's, you know, since we live in the capital city, you have construction workers, you have, you know, politicians rubbing elbows. No matter what you are on the outside of the shop, on the inside, you're all cigar smokers, first and foremost. And so it's like, it's not stuffy. It's just, it's that vibe that you, you, you long for where it doesn't matter if you, it's your first time in there or not. When you go in there, you're going to be greeted by not only the, the customers, but also the owners and everything. And it just, it, you know, it could be for first time smokers. Like if you go into a, a big humidor, it can be, you know, daunting. It could be scary, but yeah. just having, but having good shops just embrace new people like that it just makes it so much better and uh you know we strive for that at our shop but definitely they definitely do that at locketer up in kc I, I love that shop every time every time uh my wife and i travel and go up there that's always it's always at least a day up there just hanging out and they have you know a 24-hour access for their members and stuff and it's just what they're doing in the city is great um you know we i've you know struck up a, a relationship with the owner and he's a good friend of ours now but they were around for nine months and they won best cigar shop in KC. And that's just, and there were some big heavy hitters up in KC. So for them to win that in a, in a big popular city, you know, I, I couldn't be more proud for, for them up there. So that's, that's definitely the destination. Whenever I know somebody that's traveling up there and I know they're smart cigar smokers or even if they're not, I'm like, you got to stop by, check it out. It's, It's well worth it. Oh, that's so cool. Are yep. there any lounges that you want to visit? 
Um, I mean, so like whenever we go to Vegas, I always like going to Casa Puente, um, getting the mojito there and stuff like that. Um, we were supposed to go to Ireland uh, for our honeymoon uh, last year, but it through you know pandemic and everything, it, oh, it got canceled. Really? So there's one there's one shop in Dublin um, that I wanted to go to uh, out there. Um, so that was just it was on on the on the list. Um, and there's a few other ones. I know there was one. I think it was a. I forget what episode she was on for yours. There was one of your early ones, but I guess there was a shop in Dubai, like on in on top of a ah. hotel or something. That I mean, just after yes. hearing that episode, I was like, well, you know, if I ever get to Dubai, I guess I can. <laughs> I need to check that place out. I know, right? She said it was like walking through a chandelier, and I can't stop mm-hmm. thinking about that phrase. Like, I feel like I wake up thinking about that phrase sometimes. Like walking through a chandelier. <laughs> In the world, I have to see that. I know that's really cool. Yeah, <laughs> one day, one day. Yeah, I mean, there's, <laughs> there's, there's so many. I mean, I've had the, I've had the luck to, of traveling, you know, the U.S. Uh, a lot, and every city I go to usually has a really nice shop. So I've been able to check out some, some really cool ones. Now, there's a lot of ones where I've, I've, you know, being a, you know, creating content with people. You, you get friendships from people all over the U.S. So honestly, what I really want to do is the people who follow us and like our show, I want to go to their shop and I want to hang out with them because they hear all our stories. They hear, they know me, but I don't really know them. And so I, I want to get to know them and know their shop and why they like their, their particular lounge or neighborhood shop or bar or whatever it is. That's, you know, outside of the, the Ireland one and, and stuff like that, just meeting the the people who you know, take two hours out of their week to listen to the nonsense that we produce, just sitting at their yeah. home shop and having, and having a cigar that, that would be pretty awesome. And there's, we've, we've been lucky enough. We've been able to do a few like out in Memphis and down in uh, Texas and stuff like that. But there's, cool. uh, there's a few shops in Arizona I'd like to go to in a uh, North, North Carolina, Winsome Salem area. There's just the, some cool stuff I want to, I want to hit up and, and just meet the people who, you know, give Mark and I, a shot at just yes. entertaining them as best as we can for, for a couple hours a week. That is so cool. I I love that. And that's what kind of like what I want to do too, but like for different reasons, I want to visit mm-hmm. so many cigar lounges and just learn everything about the people that go to them and why they're important to them. And, but it's really cool that yeah. you have that, that you have such an awesome following. You want to know them. It's that's really cool. Yeah, I mean, and the, I think it was the very first episode that you did the, the the one with like the the giant dog statue. Uh, I mean, yes. just listening to that show, I I looked at that shop. I was like, I'm not a dog person. I know I get I could get stoned for that. Um, I'm not a dog. I'm not a dog person. Um, yeah. But but just see but, but just seeing the history um, of exactly. that and knowing how old it is, that's what that's what's pretty cool because seeing the, just the, yeah. the the richness and the family heritage and the culture of some of these old school shops would be just it would be an honor honestly exactly that's what i loved about my first episode was it was promoting this incredible cigar lounge of course but she didn't even smoke cigars it's just incredible to mm-hmm. find people that have this incredible appreciation for cigars and the cigar business and the cigar community. And you don't even have to smoke cigars. 
That's how yeah. strong and big this community is. You don't have to smoke cigars to be a part of it or to love it or to appreciate it. Yeah. So I love that she was yeah. one of my first or my first episode. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know what happened. That's so weird. Anyway. What did you hear last? <laughs> Um, you're, you're talking about the, your first episode. I think, I think we got to the point of, I, I think I heard the last, the last, last bit of, of what you were saying. Okay, cool. Sweet. So what do you look for in a cigar? Do you look for the size, wrapper, filler, region, brand? So I, brand, I, I do. I'm, I, I am kind of, like I said, Viaje is my favorite brand. Um, I'll buy a box of theirs blind without knowing uh, what it is. And they just, I don't know. I'm just the biggest fanboy to that. Um, but size wise, I like smaller uh, cigars. Corona's Robusto's is, is usually what I go with. I don't like Churchill's and Gordo's and, and things that of that size and nature. Um, so 52 and, and below 48. But, uh, you know, I've been, I've been a cigar smoker for so long. What I like now definitely is not what I liked then Um, but my biggest right now is i love uh, mexican san andreas wrappers i remember when san andreas was crap and it was no good and it just it was the it was the dirt weed of of cigars and now it's something that's getting you know top shelf and top billing and i i love san andreas uh, but nicaragua region is my favorite uh, I love just anything that's coming out of Esteli, like the My Father, um, the I has a lot, uh, uh, Padron, uh, stuff like that. Um, but but Maduros and Oscuros uh, are first and foremost for me, um, and then size. But you know, it's it's being working at a shop, you have to smoke everything because it's hard to sell what you don't know. So I, there's there's been a few you know gems that I didn't think I would like, or I turned my nose up at and I've actually enjoyed, like, I know like infused cigars get a bad rap. Um, you know, every once in a while I like a, a nub cafecito or a tabac, you know, it, it's, it has its time and place, you know, even I cut yeah. my teeth on acid blondies, you know, 20 years ago or whatever. It's, it has a time and place, but it's yeah. just, uh, yes. But, but for me right now, uh, darker, the better. <laughs> peppery i love pepper bombs just like give me give me a jalapeno that just makes me cry and burn it's like oh yeah Yeah, that's so funny that's uh, i'm not huge into flavored cigars but i heard about the leather rose but i didn't know that it was flavored and i saw the wrapper and it was just such a beautiful wrapper it was so cool so i went to try it and i was like no, it's flavored. Like I didn't like it at first, but then I was like, no, you know what? I can, I can change this. I can change the flavor a little bit. So I just got black coffee and smoked a sweet mm-hmm. cigar with the black coffee and the bitterness just kind of like mellowed it out a little bit. And it was so much better. I like yeah. really enjoyed it. Yeah, so we, we went to a, a lounge down at a, uh, down South from us uh, last week and the owner gave me a CBD infused cigar. I've never seen one before. Uh, I, I've heard that they might've had it. So I, we brought it home and smoked it and it was, it, and when he said CBD infused, I didn't know if it was going to be like flavored or sweet tip or anything, but it was just like a, a 
a plain Dominican. It was, it, it was like somewhere in the realm of like, say a, a Romeo Juliet. But then it, it like after I got done smoking, I was like, you know what? I do feel like really calm. So that would be oh, something where I might, I might put into my, might put in my new air for every once in a while because after a stressful day, you know, cigars already take the edge off, but just having one with just right. like that little bit more right. <laughs> to it, right. to, it wasn't bad. So it, it was weird because I've never seen it before and then just trying yeah. it out. And it was like, all right, you know, it's not, it's not bad. I can see where this would become a, a bigger commodity, especially, you know, the way, especially with Arkansas is because we have like medical stuff here. Now I can see that becoming a little bit bigger here, at least in our, our, in our market. Wow. That's so cool. I've heard of that happening, CBD and cigars, but I haven't found one yet. I definitely want to try yeah, it. it I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it, like it didn't have a weird, like it didn't give it skunky flavor or smell or anything. Oh, or aroma. It, it just smelled like, just smelled like, just like, a normal cigar on the lighter side. Um, oh, and it, I mean, it wasn't like the greatest cigar, of, but it was, it was, you know, it was solid. It, it's one where I, I smoked the whole thing. Um, and it was, yeah. I would, I would buy it. That's how good it was. I would, I would actually buy one and just, just because it was, yeah. like, all right, that was good. Oh, that's so cool. One lounge that we went to, me and my dad were at the beach. They had a ton of CBD oils and stuff. And like mm-hmm. you've seen tobacco shops with like random cigars and CBD stuff here and there, but not like a, just a full blown yeah. cigar lounge. And then they had some like CBD stuff. I never ended up trying it. It was really expensive, but the, apparently they got it from like a really legit source. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I was scared on both parts, paying that much money. And <laughs> yeah, definitely. That sounds <laughs> yeah, really think- cool. And I think the price point wasn't bad. I think it was like for Arkansas price, it was like twelve bucks, which is not 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 bad. So yeah. the the tax here the tax here isn't too terribly bad anymore. I know it used to be, but uh, that's the one yeah. one of the good things of Arkansas is you know has a little bit of a cheaper tax wise when it comes to cigars and stuff. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, New York City. I mean, it's now just legal to smoke weed anywhere (laughs) so i'm just waiting i'm waiting for the cigar (laughs) lounges to just (laughs) come up with a giant cigar with a bunch of weed in it rather than just cbd i'm like oh god (laughs) everyone's gonna lose their mind in the street one of those giant (laughs) one of those giant like cheech and chong uh (laughs) cheech and chong cigars yeah that's all i can imagine No, but uh, about San Andreas wrappers. I love a San Andreas wrapper too. And it's funny that you say that because I I have a hard time finding San Andreas wrappers in every shop that I go to. I went to one when I was at the beach again. Yeah. And I was like, do you have anything with a San Andreas wrapper? It was a huge walk-in humidor. Huge. And he was like, yeah, right here. There's just one cigar that had a San Andreas wrapper. And maybe he didn't know other ones that actually had the wrapper mm-hmm. or something like that but yeah i actually do have a hard time finding san andreas wrappers and the reason i fell in love with san andreas wrappers was because of curavari of course everybody knows i talk about them all the time oh yeah, <laughs> curavari, oh, yeah. Yes, i love them but they have the praline it's a san andreas wrapper with nicaraguan binder and filler but their wrapper it's mm-hmm. just it leaves these like 
extreme cedar leather flavor like on your lips the whole time too so you smoke it and you lick your lips and you yeah. can just take all the cedar and everything like that that's where i fell in love with yeah. san andreas wrappers i mean that's what i like about it too because i like the toothiness of the of the scar where it feels like sandpaper and they just get that richness um but honestly you have access to one of the best san andreas uh, cigars i've ever had just right in your city um the martinez 45 is Ooh. one of the best uh, san andreas that i've ever had it is really good kevin hook me up <laughs> oh, that one that one and the um and the uh the the the, the, the number nine the the um the flat uh, what's the city the flat iron or the the building yeah. is a flat iron flat building iron. Yes, yeah so that one as well i don't I don't think I don't remember if that's the San Andreas, but those two right there for for a stronger, darker palette, those two and them being in your city, oh, absolutely amazing. Oh, I need to go get more. Yes. And I can't remember what I've had from Martinez. I have the wrapper somewhere. But usually Kevin's just like, try this one, try this one, <laughs> try this one. I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> Can't say no though. Hey, hey, hey Kevin, <laughs> Ke- Kevin, you want to you want to show some love over here too? Come on. You gotta come to the city, <laughs> man. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Soon, soon though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. What's the craziest place you've ever smoked a cigar? The weirdest, random. Oh man, craziest place. I, I feel like all my places have been kind of the standard, maybe like, I don't want to say boring, but just the normal places. I, one of the funnest places was um, out in Vegas, I guess probably about 10 years ago. Um, I got a hot hand and I was just letting it ride, letting it ride, letting it ride. And I, I, I won a good amount. And after the fact, I was like, you know what? I want to go celebrate. So I went up to, I think they had a Monte Cristo lounge. Uh, went over there, bought something that was like way overpriced. But, you know, you, you're paying the Vegas prices, of course. And then oh, just yeah. like, and then just having that, that small moment of like thinking I'm the, you know, I'm the whale of Vegas where I, where I was like, I was happy. I won like two grand or something, you know, something right, yeah. to the, to Vegas. <laughs> odd. But for me, I, you know, I was just like high on the horse, um, just, you know, walking around, just sticking my chest out kind of thing. Um, oh, yeah. but you know, it's I, for, for me, I, I get most of my cigar smoking. If it's not done at the lounge while I'm working, it's here on my, in my patio, uh, with my wife and we're just chilled, where either I'm listening to music, uh, music yeah. and cigars go hand in hand for me. It's if oh, I'm by yeah. myself or even if we're together, it's always music and cigars. So it's just like, it, it's, I guess the craziest place would just be where I get lost in my head. If, if right. that's the, the, uh, the philosophical answer, maybe, um, right. but just that. getting, yeah, getting lost in the moment. Um, and just, you know, there's been, you know, when we talked about buying a house, we had a cigar in our hand. When we talked about our wedding, you know, there was probably a cigar in our hand. Just, it seems to be a lot of our biggest life decisions as a couple. Um, you know, yeah. there's a cigar involved. So just the, the craziness of life is, you know, 
that's where a cigar comes in hand with with us yes. and it's i i enjoy that yeah now I like i there is a place i do want to smoke a cigar um yeah. so the one place i wanted to was when we were going to ireland i wanted to smoke one uh, by the cliffs of moria uh, mm. on the western coast of ireland uh so that's still on the bucket list of by the craziest yeah. place um but yeah that's uh that's that's it. But right now it's just like, I'm kind of boring. And <laughs> when it comes to where I normally, where I normally smoke, <laughs> it's me, it's me sitting in the back, like trying to, trying to shoo away, uh, June bugs and, and lightning yeah, bugs right? and stuff. And yeah. <laughs> no, that's awesome. That honestly sounds absolutely blissful. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ireland though. Oh my gosh. I, Ireland is on my bucket list for sure. Everything about it. Yeah, it was uh, it was it was is one of those bittersweet ones where we're like we were so excited to go, but then you know of course we we couldn't because I was going to finally see some family or meet some family over there that I've got and I've got a little a, a little plot of land that I want to see, uh, so that would have been nice. But we know that's you know it's still going to be there. Um, it's not going to just sink into the ocean and become like Atlantis Part Two. So we'll we'll get there eventually yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the, the ocean was on fire last week. So uh, you know what? Maybe oh you're right. God. Maybe it won't be there. Maybe you need to get there sooner. <laughs> get it out of the yeah. way before yeah. it collapses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, uh, hopefully, hopefully soon. Yes. Hey, do you ever smoke a pipe? I do. Um, I don't do it as much um, as I probably should, uh, because again, being a, a, a CRT, I should know more about it. I know enough to get me in trouble, honestly, that, if that's a truthful answer. Um, but for the winter, I, I like a pipe in the winter uh, just because it does get kind of bitterly cold uh, down here in, the, in, in Arkansas sometimes. Um, so just having a, a, a quick pipe and everything, I enjoy. And I, I like the you know, it's um, it, it's a uh, it's a challenge, of course, yes. to, to always keep yeah. a pipe lit and stuff like that. And it's it's a, it's a ritual where you're either mm. gonna love it or you're gonna hate it. And I I, I do love it. Um, I do want to throw my pipe across the room sometimes uh, yeah. when I am smoking it because it's like, why can't I keep the damn thing lit? Um, <laughs> but yeah, just again, it's just that uh, you know, it, it's it's honestly what I what I enjoy the narcissistic side of me i enjoy i imagine what like what people think when they see the giant bearded tattooed guy with the tiny sherlock holmes pipe like i just i just want to be in their in their mind um just like what is that dude doing um yeah i i, I like a pipe um yeah. i mean there, there's one shop here in little rock um they're the they're the granddaddies of pipes and if I ever have an issue, I go there. You know, it's I don't Ooh. think of them as our competitor. Uh, we're more of a friend because they they're the OGs. They've been around for 65, 70 years. They've been around forever. Oh. Um, so if there's ever an issue that I have, I go directly to them. We have a you know we have a good business relationship and working relationship with them, and they they take care of everybody. Um, so pipe wise, I go to them. I I wish I knew more. I wish I did it more often than I do. Um, but it is, it's just one of those things where sometimes I just don't want to fight it and you, 
there's some people who don't fight at all and those, you know, teach me, <laughs> but yeah, right? I just, I, it, it's fun, but if, if I had my choice, it's definitely cigars uh, all the way. Right. I feel like a pipe tastes so different. Like not, oh, gosh, barely, yeah. barely even similar, like barely even similar. It's very interesting. Like we, we, I mean, we sell um, like hazelnut and stuff like that, and it smells absolutely divine, and I love the smell. But it's just like I don't know if it's something I want to smoke all the time. Um, but we then yeah. have some other ones that like uh, we have one. I think it's called like Engl- English Luxury, and it smells like what your grandpa smoked back in the day. It just smells like old Ooh. leather, and I absolutely hate it but it sells like wildfire. But every time I got to wow. pour it out and weigh it out and everything, like I just get that whiff. I'm like, Oh, it just smells like old man. <laughs> just like oh. old leather glove. <laughs> I, just, I can't, I can't deal with it. But yeah, just the so plain Cavendish or something. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah, right. but it's, it's, I like it, but it's, it's not something that I do all the time, but I need to yeah. do it more often than I do. That's the, that's probably the right answer. Yeah, I'm with you. I want to try it more. But it's like I, it smells so different than it tastes, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you, yeah. Because you like, you smell know, then, like if you get like that, that bitter, that bitterness, yeah, just yeah. Like that, that wet tobacco flavor is just like, ah, this, it's, it's weird. So, so gross. Yeah. It's super weird. You know, when you walk by and you smell that, you're like, oh my God, it's like vanilla, that dark, like wet vanilla tobacco or <laughs> any of it. It just smells so good. And then when you go to try it, you're like, oh my God, my tongue's on fire. <laughs> it's, it's honestly, it's kind of like, uh, I'm, I'm probably, I'm probably going to get chastised for this, but it's, it's honestly like, like the, the aroma of the vape and stuff smells good. But there's no, a time and place yeah. where, uh, it's, it, it, where the, I don't want to walk through a cloud of like uh, cotton candy bubble gum. But, right. you know, it smells good. But I just, you know, you know, James Dean never like smoked one of those and rode off on his motorcycle kind of thing. It was just. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We got to stay cool over here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> So I feel like you already get that with like you get to throw around the card of like yeah I'm from you know New York City you know it's that that has some weight behind it here it's like I, I live in Little Rock Arkansas <laughs> not a lot you of weight behind that you have a beard that gives you a lot of leverage <laughs> <laughs> well thank you you're welcome use it <laughs> I'll put that I'll put, I'll put that on a business card next time yeah. I have a beer. <laughs> so you, you, you've done how many shows now? You've done 15, 20 or so close, close to that. No, I've only done nine. Nine. Okay. So nine, cool. So I made, I, I, I made, I made top 10. I'm, I'm happy with that. Really? Um, no, but so <laughs> I'm, I, on our show, I'll, I'll be the first. I don't like self-glossing. Um, but I feel like to do what you and I do, you have to be a little narcissistic. You have to like oh the, God, the yeah. sound of your own voice. You have to do that kind of thing. Yeah. But I love what you're doing for just not the industry, but for the podcast industry. Because one thing that Mark and I try, what started to do was 
every quarter we wanted to bring on a sister of the leaf. We've had two out of our shop alone and bring them in. And it's, yeah. uh, you know, and they love it. We're good friends with, with them. And I absolutely love it. But seeing, you know, a sister, sister of the leaf now has having their own show, you know, you're making your own lane. And it's one of those things that's like, you know what? That's your lane now. You, you, you take the baton and you run with it. And I love that. And you've, and you've gotten some, some awesome guests, um, yeah. with that. And it's, uh, it, it's one of those things where, you know, cigars, especially where we are, where we are, it's an old white man's game, plain and simple, yeah. but it's, exactly. it, it's becoming, it's becoming not. And that is amazing. Yeah. And I, and I, and it's awesome. I, and I love being part of the change, but then seeing what you're doing as well, bringing on, um, sisters of the leaf and just opening up avenues and, and, and showing fellow guys that, Hey, you don't need to be awkward around us when you're at a cigar lounge and we are just like you. And it's just, it's, yeah. it's a breath of fresh air because it, it, it's, it's something that needs to change in the culture and in the, and in the, in the life of cigars. Um, you know, I'm, I'm glad to know that I can take my wife to any cigar shop now and she's a full fledged cigar smoker and it's not going to be weird. Whereas, you know, 15, 20 years ago, it probably would have been weird. Um, and I know, you know, when we had you on our show where, you know, if you're working at your dad's shop and you ask somebody if they need help or whatever, you know, of course they're going to just bypass you. Like, Oh, who is, who is somebody that I kind of really ask? And it, it, oh, yeah. it, it's, it's a slap in the face, but I'm, yeah. I'm enjoying what you're doing in the industry and, you know, just full steam ahead. And you're, you're the best, the best way to go about it is ruffle some feathers. And I hope you are. Um, because it needs to be done, plain and simple. Yeah, 100%. Thank you. You've been so inviting Mm -hmm. in such a comfortable way, and I thank you for that and for being so welcoming to women on your podcast and in the cigar community. It's definitely not always a welcoming environment for women, you know? So thank you for being a part in helping to rewire that stereotype, you know? Yeah. I mean, one of the, the, so one of the, one of the ladies we had on our show, um, she goes by purple lady. Um, she has just vibrant purple hair. I mean, she is just a ball of dynamite. It's unbelievable what she does, but I love whenever, you know, she, she tells us stories all the time where she'll go to another shop and like one of the first, if she goes to someplace she's never been, you know, they'll take her to like the flavor infused. And I just, I wish I could be a fly on the wall whenever they take her to the CA to the, to the acids or whatever, because she smokes the exact opposite. She, I mean, she's a full bomb peppery person. The bigger the cigar, the better. I mean, it's just, I just, I love where if, if people get embarrassed and get put in their place because of that, they, they need, it yeah. needs to be honestly, um, just because you don't want to go in with any preconceived notions. And it's, you know, it's, it's, it's something I, I strive not to do because you can't assume anything. Um, whenever somebody comes in, I don't want to say if a, if a lady comes in, I don't want to say like, Oh, are you buying for your boyfriend or husband or whatever? More times than not, you know, she's buying it for him, for, for herself. And it's just like, you know, it's, 
all it takes is one time to be embarrassed and you never, ever do that yeah. shit again. Sorry. I didn't know if I, I, I didn't know if I, cut, I just no, kind of flipped out. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I <laughs> um, but yeah, I, so what you're doing, just not in the culture, but also in the entertainment aspect of the podcast. Um, I, I really enjoy that because I, I hope more, not only just more women hear your show and want to be involved with your show, but more guys need to listen to your show to hear what is being spoken from you and from your guests. Yeah. And it, and it needs to be where you don't need to have these weird barriers where guys need to feel uncomfortable and stuff in the shop, you know, just you're, I mean, yeah, yeah. Just be just, just be cool. Just, just yeah. act normal. That's all you <laughs> yeah, do. exactly. And that's what, you know, I don't know everything about <laughs> cigars and I'm still fairly new. I mean, but I still want to learn everything, but I only want to learn it from someone who isn't obsessed with teaching a girl everything. Oh, it's a girl. Like I just, I, I like, <laughs> I like cigars and I want to learn about them and I yeah. want to learn about them by having a conversation, you know? And, yeah. Because unfortunately it, it's, it's always going to feel like you have, there's that always that sense of alternative ulterior motives and stuff like that. And it's just like, it's disheartening because in the cigar world, think of the women who are making strides. I mean, you have the, the Fuente daughters who are eventually going to yeah. run Fuente. You have the, you have the Padron daughters. Um, you have, um, you know, with Padron, you have Nick and then you have his wife and his wife is a saint and she is just amazing. And what she does for the industry it's unbelievable. And there's just so many more out there that, you know, it just, I'm, I love how it's just where it is now to where it used yeah. to be. And I, that just makes me look even more into the future of what it's going to be. Exactly. It's been amazing. How many people that I've met, how many women that I've met and only through Instagram, like I've met women all, literally all around the world by now that I've interviewed a couple of them just through Instagram and I keep finding more and more every single day. It's just like people you should follow people you should follow. There's yeah. so many women in this industry and we have no idea. There's so many. It's been really yeah. cool. To oh yeah. Find all of them and meet all of them. Because, you, yeah. you, you, because I think I'm, I'm your second guy. You are. So you could actually go, you know, the rest rest of the year without having another guy on and you would create content that people would love. And it's just, and it's, I'm glad there's that avenue where I can take a step back because you know what, there's somebody else out there that has that lane covered and you know, they're doing a tremendous job. So like, Hey, that's all yours, sister. That, Thanks, that's yours. I got this. <laughs> 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 with your help of course <laughs> no hey whatever you need mark and i are here for you thank you um you know when i was on your podcast i hadn't listened to the episode right before mine yet so when you were thanking everybody for their kind words i wasn't sure like what you were referring to but i went back and listened to that episode and it was such an incredible episode and such a great story i was wondering if you might want to talk about it here 
But if not, I just wanted to put it out there and say thank you for putting it out there on your podcast. It was so yeah. important. No, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, if if you if you yeah, if you want, I can I can just blow through that real quick and say it on your show if that would help anybody on your side. You think? Yeah. So yeah. that'd be awesome. One thing that um, yeah, one so one thing that we always ask uh, people on our on our show, which is if you're not following us and listening to us, you should be. It's called the Straight Cut. Um, so one thing we always ask our guests, our guests is, um, what is your most memorable cigar? So people always have like a favorite cigar and stuff like that, but it's, it's one of those questions where I never heard it asked anywhere else. So we asked, what is your most memorable? And I love the answer. Sometimes most of the time it's good. It's a good experience. You know, bought a house, your sports team won, stuff like that. But for a select few, it's a moment in time where it wasn't a happy occasion. It was something harder. It was, it was a struggle you're going through. And that was mine. Um, you know, so March 26th, um, of 2016, I believe. Yeah. March 26, 2016 was the day I thought I was going to have my last cigar. Um, smoking, smoking Ashton, uh, Maduro, uh, and then took a bottle of pills and a bottle of whiskey. And I was going through a very hard divorce. Um, after, you know, finding out my, wife at the time was cheating on me with my best friend and business partner. And I was just at my wits end. I couldn't handle it anymore. Um, but the one thing that happened was I woke up the next day, which I wasn't expecting it. Um, but I fully fledged expecting that day to be my last cigar. Um, and then I woke up and I went to the lounge like nothing ever happened. So now, um, every year on March 26, I smoke an Ashton Maduro and I smoke it with people who are close to me in you know, my life now, um, all the guys at the shop, you know, other friends and stuff. So it's, I, every year I make a post, you know, always say, I always give the 1-800 number, you know, there's always somebody out there to help. Um, I've even said, you know, contact Mark, contact me. Um, it's one of those things that it, I will listen to anybody. Uh, like I said, you know, we're all podcast people. I feel like we're all a little narcissistic because we like hearing our own voice kind of thing. Um, but also I, I like listening and I like in helping people who, um, are almost ashamed, like how I was to reach out for help. Um, and it's one of those things where mental health is very big to me now. Um, you know, six years ago, I thought it was BS. It, it, it was, you know, be a man pretty much swallow it, just deal it with it. Um, it's only when you've hit bedrock, when the only way is up. And that's what I needed. Um, yeah. So every March, uh, March 26th, I, I smoke that and I just, you know, I'm not ashamed to tell the story because a, it helps me, uh, but B somebody out there who is listening. Um, you know, if it helps one person, that's all that matters to me. Um, and just the, um, just the response that I've gotten from that, um, because, you know, you, you have to lose a little bit of humility when it comes to something that strong, because it does make people uncomfortable. And I, and I think it should be a discussion that makes people uncomfortable, um, because it just shows that it's real and it's raw and you, you need that in life and in general. Um, yeah, so that was every year uh, we touch on it on our show. We've gone through two shows now, 
and every year um, we get people responding like, hey, I, I needed that. Um, I've been going through this situation. I've, you know, going through this in life. And, you know, I can, you know, I can give them a, if anything, I give them hope because if, if I can pull myself out of the gutter, you know, they can, it's not saying like my situation is worse or your situation is worse. It's one of those things where, you know, we can walk hand in hand and, you know, if I'm struggling, you know, I'll have somebody yank me up a little bit. If I see you're struggling, I'll yank you a little bit. You know, it's, you know, we can, we can go side by side until somebody stumbles, but you know, somebody's going to be there to pick your ass back up. And, you know, sometimes you just need a quick kick in the butt and you're going off again. And it's, it's something that I'm, if, if there's one thing in life that I'm going to leave, you know, on this world is just making it easier for somebody to reach out. That's well worth it to me. Yes, definitely. And it's usually a lot more difficult for men to reach out than it is for women to. So it's incredible for you to share that story and invite others to find someone to talk to as well, you know? Yeah, no, I, I appreciate it. No, thank you for letting me, you know, say that again. And, um, you know, yeah, it, it's, I, I, I spoke about it twice on my show, so you can go back and listen to it a couple of times. I forget the name of it. I think one was called like Aaron speaks from the heart. And then there's another one I forget. Um, but it, they always come out around the end of March. So you look for those. Um, but yeah, just, but you know, it's, it is, it's one of those things where, you know, it guys almost feel like it is taboo to talk openly. Um, you know, whether that just be the, from the constant hazing and stuff from school to whatever, it's just, and I I feel like it's becoming more acceptable, which already is kind of a, a bad term because it, it shouldn't have to become acceptable. It should already just be acceptable. Um, but at least it's getting, it's getting easier. I guess that's the, the, the easiest way to put it is that it is becoming easier to reach out to different avenues to reach out to people you're getting more celebrities to talk about you know trials and tribulations and just the 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 mental aspect of of the body and that's that's something that's yeah. very very big because it's so easy to get burnt out really quick and oh you know you have to take it's just, it's just like you know if you want to get strong and you want to get big you got to go to the gym you got to work on your body if you want to get healthy with your mind you got to work out with your mind you got to you know sometimes just turn everything off and just meditate and just clear your mind and work through things you're going with talk to people you know therapy worked well for me when i took it and it's just what i needed i i'm i'm lucky enough now where i don't you know pay somebody to to do that anymore but it's one of those things where you know if i i would be fine with talking to somebody on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, because just like going to the gym, you go to the gym to stay in shape. You know, if you you constantly talk to somebody, you're always going to be in that clear mode. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. I always love talking about mental health, honestly. (laughs) And I like to make it as normal a conversation as possible. Like I go into work sometimes and I'm like, oh, damn, I just had therapy this morning and I cried for like an hour straight and I feel so much better. How is your morning going, you know? 
that's what that's what Mark and I say. Like we're the show that cries. I think I've cried like you know probably yes. fifteen twenty times on our show. It's just it's it's wow. almost like second nature. But what I love just you know being I I look like a grizzly bear, but I but I'm a teddy bear on the inside. I I yeah. you know I'm huge. I have a big beard. I'm fully covered in tattoos. But I will. I love just breaking down walls to what the norm should be, I guess. Um, and, you know, and then even people at our lounge, you know, whenever they hear about it, about my story, pretty much it's what I call it my story, you know, and they're, they're shocked and it just opens up another door to a bigger relationship with them that they just didn't know they had access to. And, and I'm, you know, if somebody were to stop me on the road, because they heard of, you know, my show or your show and whatever, I'll, I'll say it all over again. It's just, it's something yeah. that, you know, I have no shame in, I have no shame in life in period. Like I've always said, like, I, right. I, I don't get embarrassed <laughs> over stuff. You know, I, yeah. I, 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 I grew up a theater kid. I'm totally fine with you know, like singing or, or talking in front of a thousand people. That, that stuff doesn't bother me. But sometimes when it's the, the one-on-one with, something so dark and personal that's when you can clam up a little bit but when you have the when you have just that right person it it makes it so much easier well thank you for letting me spiel that again yes i'm so glad you did thank you that was awesome thank you so Tell everybody where to find you about your podcast, Instagram, wherever else. We do a weekly show. It comes out every Friday at um, uh, 6 a.m. Central Time, um, every Friday, um, called The Straight Cut. You can find us on Instagram. On Instagram is just The Straight Cut. And then for the actual show, it's on iTunes and Spotify and all any podcast format. Um, so that's weekly. We normally do at least two cigar reviews a month. We've been a little lax uh, during the summer just because of life stuff <laughs> that's been going on. Um, but that involves Mark, I, uh, Josh, and then Kevin. He comes on, and that's when we do a little bit more of the serious side. Um, our normal shows, it's it's we might talk about the cigar for five minutes, and then for two hours you get just complete nonsense. Um, I think this past episode, it was uh, destination weddings, old show names, um, and then just, I mean, just stupid stuff. <laughs> That's what it is. Love so it. it's, if you're looking for, you know, laughs and, and deep cries, yeah, we're the show for you. <laughs> yes, my favorite. <laughs> so and everybody needs to check out your show that you're on. I think it's called uh, The New Kid on the Block. So everybody needs to check out that episode. Because you, you, you ask all the questions. This one, yeah, you ask all the questions. On this one, we asked you all the questions. So you got to check that one out to, to get your answers. Exactly. Everybody wants to know things about me. You got to jump on the straight yeah. cut podcast. Yeah. Let me tell yeah. you, this is how you can tell what generation I grew up in. Every time I go to say straight cut, I want to say straight talk because of the Freaking cell phone service, straight talk. The, those <laughs> commercials are embedded into my brain. I'm like, straight cut. It's cut. Straight talk wireless. <laughs> yeah. 
Stupid. Yeah, we. I mean, we we went through so many names before we finally just kind of settled yeah. in that one. And it's what just were like, the other ones? Remember? Yeah. Oh, and there. Oh man, there were some bad ones. It was so bad. It was like. Ah, <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it it was bad enough where we settled on the straight cut. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's <got that. laughs> no, I like straight Mine was easy. Yeah. Mine just correlated with my name, so <laughs> I didn't have to think about it as much. <laughs> well, I mean, we we did it so we'd be like, we're just going to give you, we're going to give it to you straight. You know, that's kind yeah. of the play on the word. But it's perfect. now it's just like, it's just nonsense. Now it's it's two hours of nonsense every week. Yeah, not so straight anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much again. And I hope you're yeah, no, in New I York City. It. Yeah, I definitely will. And if you're ever in the South, you know, Arkansas has a has a cigar shop you can you can come to. And you no, know, thanks for letting me be on your show and I appreciate it. And uh you know, again if there's anything that you ever need question wise or whatever, you know, don't hesitate to uh to reach out to to any of us. Thank you so much. And right back at you. My inbox is always open. You can just vent to me, say, I don't need you to respond. Here's just a bunch of words. That's totally fine. If you want me to respond, I will. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to let it out, you know? <laughs> hey, hey. Right, I'm right there with you. Thank you again for listening, everyone. And thank you, Aaron. It is always a pleasure, and I cannot wait to do more episodes with you. Everyone, go check out the Straight Cut Podcast. Listening to them really is like lounging in your favorite shop, listening to your friends. I'll post their link to their podcast in the show notes so you can look them up. Listeners, be sure to tune in to my next episode to hear some epically awesome news I just got about a dream sponsorship joining the Ashes with Ash podcast. I can't wait to tell you more. I'll talk to you soon.